trying to get in there before everyone else we are in christmas mood we are in christmas Wait. mood this is amarula on ice mm. which is very much um or probably only for us i don't know if other people also do that for christmas it's a christmasy drink for us i think other people in for that choose baileys but baileys for me is too creamy what is amarula amarula is a liquor uh, made out of the marula fruit. I know it from Namibia, but I think it's originally from South Africa. And it's a fruit that elephants eat from the trees. That's why there's a big elephant on it. Did you know it before me? I'd always before seen me. it. I'd always seen it. I always thought, oh, that looks a bit like Bailey's. Hmm. But whereas Bailey's, Bailey's is kind of, it's almost a dessert rather than a liqueur. Amarula is also creamy. Yeah, it looks exa- almost identical to Bailey's, right? What is the alcohol? Because Bailey's is whiskey. Ah, good, uh, good. I don't know. That up. Yeah, but maybe it's that? just the fruit. Maybe it's like fermented fruit or something. Oh, maybe. Amarula mm. alcohol. It's a bit. bit more boozy than Bailey's. Ah. Yeah, it is actually the, the marula fruit, which has started to ferment. Ha. So it's almost like a, a vodka of, where is marula fruit like native to? Well, definitely in the southern part of the African continent. South Africa and also in parts of West Africa. Yeah. It's nice though. And it is Christmassy, which is is the theme of this week's podcast. Hate us or not, you're going to have to listen. (laughs) It was also already a short topic on, on our Discord where I shared some pictures from Christmassy Brighton. If you want to become a member of Easy English, we do have a Discord server. What is Discord? Which is like a live chat, direct chat option to chat in different threads about everything, British culture, life, English, the English language. And we chat there with our members every day and it's it's good fun. So if you want to join us, all memberships include that Discord server. So become a member and go on easyenglish.video slash membership. Very good. Easy English updates. Probably most of you who are listening to the podcast now are intermediate to advanced English learners or speakers, but there is an area of English which we have never really covered before. Recently, we decided to make our very first slow, easy English episode. (laughs) So maybe you know somebody or you have a family member who is thinking about picking up English or starting to learn English, or maybe you have kids who um, are 
interested in learning English or learning English in school and want to learn English in a more fun way, uh, we made our first episode, which is vocabulary and conversations for in a restaurant. If your kids ever go and well, out for fancy dinners, <laughs> go out for fancy dinners with their schoolmates, um, yeah, you'll see it's really it's me playing many roles. The idea is that I speak really slowly and really clearly without my annoying nasally voice. My without mispronounce- your voice. <laughs> is your voice not the same? I don't think so. I think I'm trying to talk like I'm one of those salespeople on the TV. Have you ever thought about diamond necklaces? Look at this beautiful diamond necklace. Isn't it just gleaming while I wear it? Doesn't it match my blue eyes, the blue sapphires? Okay, but you're not selling anything, do you? <laughs> um, no, but this this episode is going to be the first of many, we hope. Hopefully it works out well. Um, so yeah, if you, if you know someone or if you yourself are struggling with the podcast or our more advanced level episodes, then maybe the slow, easy English playlist will be for you. Um, and let us know what you think about it. Also write to us if it helps you or if you want to see a scenario play out which you're struggling with, maybe something to do with business or at the airport or in the back of a taxi, something like that. Let, let us know which ones are the ones you're struggling with when you uh, first come to the UK. Hopefully you also enjoy it, even if you're intermediate or advanced level, maybe you find some more vocabulary, maybe you find Mitch hilarious and just want to watch and listen to something that improves and intensifies your learning experience did i say that very well you did and very slowly and clearly topic of the week so this week's topic of the week (laughs) (laughs) i like that you always say it even though this is going to be the (laughs) i know Topic of the week. I need to hear it. I need to hear it myself. In the after show of the last episode, we spoke briefly about this subject, Mm. and we thought we'd make it into an entire episode because it needs an entire episode. I think to get more into the Christmas spirit, we could recommend because it comes to that point when the days get shorter, the nights get colder, and the heating bill becomes a problem (laughs) and. Uh, you want to sit under a nice warm blanket with your friends, with your kids, with your loved ones, and you want to watch an amazing Christmas movie. Now, we thought, as we're easy English, we could recommend... (laughs) What we do is we have our top three, Mm -hmm. and I have to say my number three, you say your number three, and then we decide together, okay, which one of those is number three? (laughs) So save your best for last, and we battle for top the third position, second position, first position of Christmas movies. Okay, we might have the same. Probably not. I've I've tried <laughs> to think of ones which you, I don't like. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, yeah. I mean, you probably won't like one of them, but not so obvious Christmas movies. Is that is that sound like a fun game? Absolutely. Oh yeah, irony in your voice. <laughs> Start. Okay, Izzy. What do you want me to go first? Yep. Go on. My number three best Christmas movie ever that i'm going to try to sell to you is the movie gremlins mm-hmm. do you have you watched the movie gremlins probably um <laughs> it is 
I think produ- is it the Bonds with the big eyes? Yeah, it's produced by Steven Spielberg. I love Steven Spielberg, Spielberg. and it is kind of a metaphor for consumerism. I think mm-hmm. in the background. So for the adults, you've got all these little references. But the story of Gremlins, you probably know it. I think, but this like kid, and it's around Christmas time, so it counts as a Christmas movie. He goes to an Asian shop and he's looking for a dog. I think for his fam for his family. And then this guy who's like got this like very stereotypical kung fu master beard is like, oh, come to the back. I've got something that I've imported. And it's this mm, cool, I my, cute little like rodent kind of thing that's really like really patchy, a bit like a dog. And it's there in this little cage. He's like, oh, how cute, how cute. And he's like, I want it, I want it. And he takes it and he's like, whatever you do, remember, don't feed it past midnight and don't spill water on it. And he accidentally spills his glass of water on it and then feeds it and does all the wrong stuff. And it starts exploding these like green goblin things out of its belly. And then they start like like, haunting the town. Is it a horror movie? Uh, kind of, but it's for kids. It's kind of a bit silly. There's and there's, uh, there's like even like one of these like green goblins has like lipstick and is a bit flirty. <laughs> from what I remember, but it's kind of um, a bit like a kids' version of like a zombie movie or uh, alien movie, and it's just them going this kid running around trying to clear up the mess he made. It's a really fun movie. Kids can watch it. There's lots of like little adult references that they would never get, which are quite hilarious. Um, a bit like how like Toy Story had all these references. Um, yeah, that's my number three, Gremlins. What's your number three? Um, so number three is Kevin Alone in New York. Oh yeah, Home Alone two. I think it's called like Lost in New- Lost in New York. Okay. Um, yeah. So Kevin, <laughs> who's Kevin? This little kid, probably in that movie, ten years old or so. That on the way to vacation, I say vacation because it's in the US. Nice. Um, the his family and all their kids and the the kids of the siblings of the parents, their cousins and all of that, they want to do a big family trip for Christmas to Florida, I think. And he gets on the wrong plane. And he goes to New York City and he is meeting some burglars again that's in the first movie, wanted to burgle his house and that he was fighting off very successfully. I was obsessed with Home Alone. I love it. I love it so much. Did you ever do something similar to Kevin? Did you like arrange a, an array of traps to kill <laughs> burglars in your house? No. He does things that would probably kill a normal person. Yeah, not right? that. Not that. <laughs> I did leave micro machines, toy cars at the bottom of our stairs. Oh. When you were alone at home? No, when my parents were like sleeping in the morning, I just th- I just thought I'd do a, like a little home alone trap on them and leave toy cars at the bottom of the staircase. That they're for? Uh, no, because they just looked and saw that there was shitloads of cars at the bottom of the staircase. <laughs> <laughs> so I think there's not much more to say. It has the all over Christmassy vibes of um new york city mm, the ice rink all that true. kind of stuff that you want to see all the lights all the shopping madness all the music it's also i think it's made by the guy who made the harry potter movies the director oh, yeah. so and it has that kind of like has a bit of like a mystical fantasy yeah. feeling like you're 
immersed in that kind of world. Okay, I would say Home Alone 2 is better than Gremlins. If I had to watch one of those two, I'd watch Home Alone 2. Ah, that's how we compete now. I think okay. so. So I yeah, think number <laughs> three would be number three would be Home Alone 2. Okay. Okay, my second one that I'm going to say for Christmas is going to be Hook. Also not produced, but this time directed by Steven Spielberg um, and has Robin Williams in it and is also set around Christmas time. The, the story is, I like the, the metaphor of the story is a bit like don't lose your ch- innocent, don't forget about innocence or lose your childhood because he plays a guy who's a big businessman and he's like missing all of his kids growing up, all their achievements, all their like plays and Christmas is coming and he's not bought them any gifts. He's like not con- not involving himself in Christmas and then the kids disappear from his house one night and they're kidnapped he's kind of told by his family or like one of them thinks he, he suggests that he's been taken over Captain Hook and he's like oh, this is a little rubbish whatever and it turns out that Robin Williams back in the day used to be Peter Pan and he kind of forgot about it grew up left his childhood behind and it's him then having to like find his childhood and then eventually he goes back to Neverland and sort of becoming Peter Pan again to save his kids from Captain Hook. It's really good. All right. And Captain Hook is played by um, Dustin Hoffman, and Julia Roberts plays Tinkerbell. That's my second film. What, who, what is your second film? To go up my second film is The Holiday. Oh, big guns are out. Yeah. Um, we already talked about this. Did we talk about show. this in the after show as well? We, we have to repeat ourselves. Well, The Holiday um, is a film about two women <laughs> played by Kate Winslet and Cameron Diaz. Like the trailer. Two women. Oh, it is, yeah. Two men. Um, they're both disappointed by life and love and they want to leave their home place for Christmas to not be reminded the their recent failure in mm. in love. Yeah. So Kate Winslet um leaves beautiful Surrey. She has a cottage in the Surrey Hills. And um, I think it is the Surrey Hills. <laughs> I don't know if that <laughs> yeah, is yeah. even how you call it. <laughs> she um she actually initiates it. She finds a website where you can do a home switch. And she finds Cameron Diaz, who lives in L.A. in a big villa with a pool and all that. And they switch. So she goes to L.A. Cameron Diaz comes to the snowy cottage. But then who turns up at the door? It's Jude Law. Wow. Super drunk, bit odd. Um, yeah. <laughs> stays over um, <laughs> on the sofa. Very realistic. Well, anyway, lots of details. It sounds super cheesy. It is cheesy, but it's That's not point, It's not cheap of. cheesy, I would say. There are cheesy moments. It's a great soundtrack. Is that Hans Zimmer? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. And it's a nice soundtrack. It's a nice film. It's quite long. Is it? Nearly two and a half hours, I think. That is long for a rom-com. Yeah, 220. But it is um, a film that afterwards you do feel better, and I will watch it very soon. I've watched it so many times. It's actually one of the least embarrassing rom-coms, or at least corny rom-coms, because I think, I could be wrong, but I think it's just because Kate Winslet is just holding it all together, acting her beep off. Yeah, it it actually is not so corny. And it's nice. What I like about rom-coms is if they're done well, is they're always full of narcissistic men, all rom-coms. And in this one particularly, it's nice to watch their ass get handed to them in this. It's actually got quite a nice, yes, 
they both actually, yeah, the the they are narcissists in the film. They all get, they all don't win. And the two men that win in that sense, yeah, are both not narcissists. Well, Jude Law could be a bit narcissistic, I would say. Yeah. But yeah. you then later find out it's a coping mechanism. It's lucky it's Jude Law because essentially she's all alone in the snow in her cottage with no neighbours and there's a knock at the door and there's a drunk British man who stumbles into like, her house. It's Jude Law. Jude which, Law is a nice yeah, guy. <laughs> which in any other circumstance, you're running out the house, grabbing the bread knife and <laughs> calling the police. But as Jude, it's Jude Law, oh, come in. Would you like a coffee? Sleep uh, on my bed. They're doing whiskey, I think. Oh, yeah. Would you like another no, drink? something else. Oh, the bur- a bourbon. It's a whiskey, obviously. Doesn't yeah. he say, there's a blah, 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 bourbon uh, yeah. on the shelf. Oh, God, I know everything about that from. You do. You're obsessed. Is I it would- a bourbon, <sighs> even? Oh, I don't know. I don't know who wins that round because I would really like to push for Hook Scottish to be in probably. it. Um, <laughs> what? I'd really like for Hook to be in there because it's a good kids movie for adults. Can we share it? Second place. Yeah. Hook and the holiday share second place. Okay, Number so now first. One. Number one. My number one, which you're never going to go for. I know you're not going to go for. I know. I know. I know what it is. You know. Go on. What, do, what am I going to say? Not Die Hard. Oh, I said. Die Hard's obvious. Everyone thinks Die Hard is it is a good movie, but I would say it's not really a Christmas movie. It's set at Christmas, but there's no Christmas spirit ever. My number one that I'm going to suggest is a film called Groundhog Day. I am. Which is uh, one of those kind of 90s movies. I feel like there were certain movies made in the 90s, which, I don't know, they have like... They feel like a time capsule that, and I love like Home Alone is one of the, it fits in there. Like Ferris Bueller is in there, The Breakfast Club. I don't know why they'll always be like classics. And for me, Groundhog Day is a classic, and it's about Bill Murray. And he's a news anchor, and he's a real horrible piece of work. He very arrogant and very self centered, and he goes to a um, a small town to cover their Groundhog Day. I don't even know what Groundhog Day, Groundhog Day is. Some American tradition. And uh, a snow snowstorm comes in and he uh, later on realises that he's reliving the same day for the rest of his life. And Andy McDowell's in it. Absolute 90s actress. Um, it's about him kind of realising if you were to live the same day over and over again what would you change at first he doesn't sort of he doesn't sort of directly go from being horrible to being nice he go, actually goes even more horrible because he's so bored and, to, and even to the point where he like sets up people to fail mm. and then he realises actually there's no joy in this yeah and it's set in the <laughs> snow which makes it a Christmas movie and it has a nice message is there Christmas as well or is it just the snow I feel like there's a Christmas tree at some point okay you're number, number one, one. You said the holiday already. Where did you go from there? Yeah. Where would I go? To number one, Home Alone. <laughs> like number, like Home Alone, the first one. <laughs> of course. Okay, wow. New York cannot be in it if True. Home Alone is not in it. True. Like Home Alone 2 is definitely not better than Home Alone. Oh, yeah. Home Alone, the first one, the kids is left at home. Um, the night before they're all sleeping on house, all his cousins and everyone. And he has to sleep in the attic 
uh, because he was naughty. And then they forget him about yeah, all the stress and they only realize on the plane that um, they left him. He is super happy. He's making a big party that he's, he thinks he did magic and he um, oh, yeah. like, wished them away or so. And that worked. So he is um, a very happy, I think, eight-year-old yeah. that um, then goes shopping alone and does all that kind of stuff. And knows like, I, I am an adult now. I have a big house. Until those burglars that we already mentioned um, want to burgle his house. Mm. And he finds that out before. So he puts up all those traps and he's fighting them. And it's, yeah, it's very funny. It was, as a kid, I found it always a bit scary. Yeah, yeah. Well, because it's Joe two, Pesci. Yeah, yeah. Those two are, are scary. Or one of them is actually very scary. The one yeah. is dumb and one is scary. And um, there's also this <clears throat> neighbor, this older guy that schemes, seems scary as well because all the kids in the street tell a, scary uh, stories about him. There's a rumor that he like killed his family. <laughs> yeah, but he is actually super, super nice. Um, sorry. And there's an spoilers. And there's an oven, a scary oven. It is a scary oven. It's um, a great it has a great build up because always at the end of this movie they have it so him setting up traps to maim and potentially kill the burglars. No one dies. Nobody dies. So who wins that? <sighs> I would recommend Groundhog Day as her undercard, as like a Yeah, okay. But Home Alone is the ultimate Christmas movie, I think. Hmm. As I'm singing that in front of a mirror, right? Dream of a wine, Christmas, just like the ones I used to know. I'm tired. Huh? There you go. So... There's your recommendations for Christmas. Get going because Netflix will for sure have a Christmas movie selection already. They're well ahead of the game, I'm sure. Yeah, the holiday is already on it. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> it's ready to go. At least in, in, in the UK. That was it for today. Thanks um, for listening to this week's podcast. Hope you found a film to watch. Probably you know them all very well. And write to us with your selections and or leave us a message at easyenglish.fm and we'll play them and you have to describe why your movie is better than either Groundhog Day or Home Alone. Yes. And we'll see you next time. Ta-ra! Ta-ra!